0: You're listening to NativeTalk.net. Audio files are available online at NativeTalk.net. Broadcasting from a room about the size of your closet, except we've got more expensive junk. And now, your hosts, Cliff and Brandon. Hey, keep your eyes on the road. That's how accidents happen. Now grab your nets and let's go fishing.
1: Good morning, and thank you for joining us today on the nativetalk.net radio program. Email if you want to chime in with your comments, podcast at nativetalk.net, or you can use our message line, 970-278-5791. Nobody will actually answer your call, but you can leave a message, which we will play live on the show. Um, you can visit us online anytime at nativetalk.net, dot net where you can download all of our past shows. Now, Brandon is a little bit busy today, so I have Jason with us this morning. Jason, how are you doing?
2: Good and um uh, and my I'm six years old, and
1: you're six years old.
2: Yep, I am.
1: And uh, how do you feel today?
2: Pretty good. Normal.
1: All right, now, are you a member of a Native American Indian tribe?
2: Oh, yes, I am.
1: Do you know what tribe you're a part of? Um, Washington? Well, the tribe that you're a part of is in Washington State, but do you know the name of the tribe?
2: Uh, no.
1: It's called the Puyallup Tribe. Did you ever hear that name before?
2: Mm, uh, a couple months ago.
1: A couple of months ago? What did you hear about it a couple of months ago?
2: Um, I forgot.
1: Okay, but anyway, you should you should understand that that is your tribe. It's in Washington State and it is the Puyallup tribe.
2: Oh, wait. I'm sorry that I did that again, by the way.
1: It's fine, Jason. So, um, do you know what our email is, buddy? No. It's podcast at nativetalk.net. And did you know we actually got a letter Somebody wrote us into, uh, into the show. So that means it's time for Wait. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Wait. little bit of listener mail. Now, this first letter comes from Paul. Now, Paul says he's proud to be an American Chippewa. Do you know what Chippewas are? No. That's another Native American tribe. So you're Puyallup, and he's a Chippewa. Okay, do you know who Ron is?
2: Oh yeah, he he always comes with you when he comes with his girlfriend. When he he comes with,
1: over and visits our house, right?
2: Yes, um, and he does radio shows with you usually when he comes with his girlfriend.
1: That's right. And did you know that he's a Chippewa also?
2: <gasps> no.
1: Yep, he's a Native American too. So he's Chippewa. Paul, who wrote the show, is Chippewa, and you're. Three.
2: Puelup.
1: That is correct. You are Puelup. Now, Paul, he writes in and says, I just recently found y'all's show. Um, I reside in Gunbarrel City, Texas, but for the first 18 years of my life, I was raised in Belcourt, North Dakota, on the Turtle Mountain Indian Reservation. Oh, cool. I'm currently 55 years old and would like to see and hear more Native American programs because I'm very interested in learning more about my culture. Just saying, keep up the great work and I'll be listening down here in the Lone Star State. Do you know what the Lone Star State is?
2: No, not at all, guys.
1: That's Texas.
2: Oh, right.
1: So, he told us about himself. Can you tell us about you?
2: Oh, I can. So, basically, if you forgot if, like, if you're a kid or something. Um, I am six years old. I know this song named "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." If you do not, okay, don't Jason, know
1: okay, Jason, we're that not song. going to sing "The Devil Went Down to Georgia."
2: Of course, I know. I know. I know. I just know that song. And if you don't, I recommend you to listen to it on the
1: radio. Okay. All right, buddy. Now, we have another letter from a lady named Renee.
2: Oh, Renee.
1: She's talking about, last week, there's a woman named um, Elizabeth Warren. Have you ever heard of Elizabeth Warren?
2: No, I have not at all. Okay,
1: well, she's a senator in the United States government, and she said she's Cherokee. That's another Indian tribe. Mm. Okay? The problem is, she can't prove it. She has nothing that says she's actually Cherokee because she isn't. But she said she is. Is that okay? To say you're something if you're not?
2: No, no, that's lying.
1: Yeah, that's lying. So Renee says, there's too many wannabe Indians, too many white people claiming to be Cherokee. Please spare us your pathetic effort and tr- uh, to try and think that you know anything about our culture. We think that you're ridiculous. Please, stop saying you're Cherokee when you're not. You're white. Just be yourself and not something that you aren't. I think that's fair to, uh, to tell people don't be liars.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: All right, so that's the end of Listener Mail. Now, something happened last weekend. It's called Daylight Savings Time, and Daylight Savings Time actually ended. Do you know what Daylight Savings Time is?
2: No, Kay. I forgot.
1: That's where you move the clock. Now, last weekend, we turned the clock. Instead of, for example, 12 o'clock, it became 11 o'clock. Oh. So everybody got like an extra hour in the daytime. But some people, like me, say that the, the, this ridiculous change has absolutely no purpose. And even worse than that, it is unhealthy and dangerous. Developed in the First World War. Do you know what the First World War is, Jason? No. That's where Germany and America and France and basically everybody in the whole world had a giant war.
2: Oh, wow. I think this is Abraham Lincoln.
1: No, that's the Civil War.
2: Oh.
1: Okay, and there was a Second World War. The, the Civil War, that happened before any of the World Wars. Oh. The, do you know when the First World War happened? No, it was in 19, 1918,
2: I believe, is oh, when it ended. That's very a long time ago. So it's
1: like a hundred years. A hundred
2: right? years ago, that was mm. way back when I, uh, before I was born, way before I was born. Yeah, it well,
1: sure was. So the idea was that they could save coal and stop. Or I'm sorry, and keep people working in the factories longer okay so because okay. uh because it, when they move the, the clock back it makes people wake up earlier so they can uh because there's no there's more light you save coal everybody can work longer except guess what the war is over now we have air conditioning and artificial lighting so it doesn't actually save any energy at all what that doesn't We're just changing the clock for no reason. (laughs) And now there's a lot of evidence that these time changes are even bad for your health. At least the fall back switch where we get an extra hour of sleep is far less disruptive than the spring forward. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have problems. It can worsen your depression. Are you depressed, Jason? Uh, No. You're not depressed. That's good. But if you were depressed, it would make it worse. A Danish study examined 185,000 diagnoses of depression between 1995 and 2012, expecting to find increased depression rates as days got shorter. But they were surprised by the giant spike that happened in depression right after the time change.
2: A <laughs> giant spike? Plus
1: not I... an actual spike, Jason. It's a spike in depression. Okay, oh. There's no spikes here. But this change also means that you're more likely to have a heart attack. That's bad, right? Yes. It's not nearly as likely in the springtime when we lose an hour of sleep, but according to uh, David Samadhi, when one's circadian rhythm is disrupted even a little bit, sleeping and eating patterns can go haywire. Studies, in fact, yeah, haywire means it goes crazy. Studies show that you're more likely to have a fatal car crash and die and even get mugged. Mugged means uh, basically somebody robs you on the street. Okay. That happens more when the time changes. Criminology students at the University of Pennsylvania were surprised to find that crime rose 3% after the clocks were turned back an hour. The fact is, our bodies don't like change. So we should stop changing the clock. Oh. Did you know there's some place that doesn't change the clock? Well, Arizona. If Ooh. you live in Arizona, you don't change the clock at all. It's, it, it stays the same time all year around. And so I wish that we could okay. all be like Arizona. Did you know that I have, have you ever been to Arizona? No. Yes, you have. You went to the Grand Canyon. Jason, stop clapping.
2: Okay, jeez.
1: But the Grand Canyon is in Arizona. What did you What do you remember about going down there?
2: Mm, the restaurant.
1: The restaurant. Do you remember the Grand Canyon?
2: Yes, it was very steep, and you should even go on parachutes with it, and, cause you'll die poorly, cause you'll be, cause you. Because when you get down, your parachute will have a hole in it and you'll already be dead because you'll have lots of bruises by the rocks.
1: I don't think that's true, Jason. Okay, but the first time I went to Arizona was way back in the year 2000. Oh. 2000. Do you know where I grew up, where I'm from? California. California. That's right. Do you remember what city?
2: Salt Lake City.
1: Salt Lake City's in Utah. That's not California. Sacramento.
2: Sacramento,
1: that's right. And so when I left home, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 20 years old back in 2000 and I was driving to New Mexico because I was doing a morning radio show for a country station down in Silver City. And so in order to Sorry, get there City. Silver City, New Mexico, and in order to get there, I had to drive all the way down to Los Angeles and then across the southern part of Arizona, and let me tell you, it was hot. It was hotter than the blazes of hell.
2: It was hotter than the blazes of hell where the devil lives?
1: That's how hot it was in Arizona. And uh, I remember I drove all night long, and when I got to Phoenix, which is a city in Arizona, I was so tired, I stopped to sleep, and when I woke up, I was pouring with sweat all over my face, and I was listening to 550 KFYI, which is the news talk station there, and they said, oh, it will be about 112 degrees today. (gasps) What? 112 degrees. And I said, that's crazy. And I got in the car, and I kept on driving until I got to New Mexico. So... Arizona is very, very hot, and they don't do daylight savings time. So we should be like Arizona, except for the heat.
2: Yes, the heat will be very hot that I would, that I not, that I would not even want to go outside ever again.
1: Exactly. Now, speaking of depression, because we know that when uh, when the time changes, because we we changed our clocks last week, yep. and we know from the study. That it makes people uh, get depressed more. That means they get sad. Okay? So, do you want to be sad? No. What do you want to be?
2: Good and happy.
1: Good and happy. So, how do you be happy?
2: Not changing the clock.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's one way. Well, this last week was Pursuit of Happiness Week. uh, From November 6th to November 13th. So, that ends tomorrow. And uh, they ask, what does it take to be truly happy? You've got one, don't change the clocks. But I've got ten simple steps that we can all take to make our lives happier, according to the BBC News. Do you know what the BBC News is?
2: Not at all, but step one, don't change the clock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, BBC stands for British Broadcasting Corporation. That means this news station is from Great Britain. Oh. So, do British people talk different than American people?
2: Oh yes. Sir.
1: Okay, actually, Jason, a few years ago, you recorded something where you showed us the difference. So I want you to listen to this and how the the difference between Americans and British talk.
2: What was that pew? What pew? That just whooed.
1: What did it sound like?
2: Sound like this pew.
1: Can you tell me something? Uh, where were you born?
2: In Russia.
1: Uh, what did you do in Russia?
2: I uh, just been born there.
1: Just been born there. And where do we live now?
2: Now we live in Fort Collins.
1: Oh, what do you do in Fort Collins?
2: We uh, d- speak American. I'm standing and do things.
1: Okay. How many uh, How many languages do you know? Two. What languages do you speak?
2: British and English.
1: British and English. Can you speak uh, something in English?
2: Hello, my name is Jason.
1: Okay, now speak something in British.
2: Hello, my name is Jason. <laughs> oh my God! Name is
1: <laughs> that was you a few years ago.
2: Yep, like one year ago when I was four and three. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, so the British Broadcasting Corporation has put out this list. Uh, For the seeds of happiness in this 10-point plan, number one, you should plant something and nurture it. What is something you can plant? Plants. You can plant
2: plants. Uh, Step two, don't change the clock. (laughs) Also that.
1: (laughs) All right, you should also count your blessings at the end of each day. So what are some good things in your life?
2: Not being bad.
1: Okay, well, that's yeah, you try to be good. Maybe you can read a book. Does that make you happy?
2: Yeah,
1: kind of. Is it nice that we have a house that we live in? Yes. Is it nice that we have food to eat? Yes. These are all blessings. So at the end of each day, you should think about the good things in your life that you have. Those are blessings. Okay. Uh, You should take time to talk. Have at least an hour long conversation with a loved one each week. Well, a
2: loved one, an hour.
1: Yes, Jason, that means somebody that you care about. You should talk to people that you care about. That means you shouldn't spend all your time watching YouTube or playing video games. You should actually talk to the people that you care about. Like your parents. Yes. All right, you should call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while and arrange to meet up. Well, you probably see your friends at school, don't you? Yes. Okay, well, for the rest of us, we all have friends that we haven't seen in a long time, so maybe give them a call. Meet up sometime.
2: Yeah, like Brandon.
1: Like, my, Yeah, like Brandon, yes. I uh, I saw him in Washington the last time I was there, so that was pretty nice. Um, you should give yourself a treat every day and take the time to really enjoy it. Do you like treats?
2: Yes, I like apples.
1: You love apples. Do you enjoy it when you eat it?
2: Yes, they are so sweet, but even though they make my You sound weird. (laughs)
1: Okay. And you should have a good laugh at least once a day. Do you laugh every day? Yes. What's funny about... What makes you laugh?
2: You read jokes and um, what Mama does, like, stuff.
1: Okay. Uh, You should also get physical exercise for at least a half an hour three times a week. Do you get any exercise? Uh,
2: not really, but I'll do after...
1: A second. Hey, Jason, you don't have to do exercises right now. What I'm asking is, do you exercise, like, at recess? Do you sit there like a bump on a log, or do you actually (laughs) do things?
2: I actually do things. I, like, run and... Well, that's
1: exercise. Yeah. Okay, you should also smile or say hello to a stranger at least once each day. Do you meet strangers at school, people you never met before? Uh... Like kids on the playground, maybe that you never met.
2: Not really, but at least I didn't see Keita in a long time.
1: All right. Well, anyway, the point okay. is, if you get if you see somebody who you don't know, you should maybe say hello to them and let them know that uh, that you're a happy person. It brings some joy into their lives. And number nine. Cut your TV viewing by half. That means watch less YouTube.
2: Yes. It's not so much likes on every YouTube video. Just use half likes, like three likes or four. Or how
1: about you just watch less? Don't watch it as much.
2: Yes, (laughs) and uh, and don't like as much. Uh,
1: And the last thing is spread kindness. You should be kind and do something nice for somebody every single day. Do you think that's good advice?
2: Oh, yeah. That's probably what my school wants me to know.
1: What do they tell you about being kind? Empathy. Empathy. What do they teach you about empathy?
2: Uh, pay attention to how somebody's feeling.
1: That's right. So you should pay attention to how they're feeling and do something nice for somebody Every single day. Now, we got to take a quick break, but we're going to be back in just a moment with how the Black Bear Casino is observing Native American oh, Heritage Month and something going on with what's called the uh, Carlisle Indian School. We're going to talk about that when we come back here on the nativetalk.net radio program.
0: Yeah. This is the Puyallup Tribal Podcast, the only podcast that tackles native issues from some guy's garage. Now grab your nets and let's go fishing.
1: Our House Grief Support Center's mission is to provide the community with grief support services, education, resources, and hope. Our House, with the support of trained volunteer group leaders, helps those grieving find sweetness in the tears. With your help, you too can become a volunteer and help grieving children, teens, and adults embark on the journey. To hope and healing. For more information, visit ourhouse grief.org or call 888 417 1444.
0: We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Sake. Health insurance is now affordable. and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more.
2: And take care, people.
0: Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. We're flat out amazing. Just ask your mama. You're listening to NativeTalk.net. Nobody else is, but you are. Now, grab your nets, and let's go fishing.
1: Let's go fishing. Welcome back to the NativeTalk.net radio podcast. It's uh, Cliff and Jason here with you today. How you feeling? You like the show so far?
2: Yes, I do. Willie. Really.
1: Did you ever do a recording like this before? No. <laughs> but it's pretty fun, right?
2: Yes, it is.
1: Really. All right. Now, make sure you're, you're talking into the microphone, pal, Okay. Um, now, have you ever heard of the Black Bear Casino Resort?
2: No, but I know that it's a casino. What
1: do you do at casinos?
2: Um, you usually play games for money, like in Cuphead, where you have a bet. Of if you win the casino, you get a million dollars. But if you lose, you, get, you have the devil get your soul.
1: Yeah, and that's what happens at the Cuphead Casino?
2: Yes. Okay,
1: most casinos aren't quite like that. The Black Bear Casino Resort is, um, they are, they're a Chippewa and they're up at, in Lake Superior. So that's up in the Michigan area, all right? Okay, I wish they had casinos in here. They do, they do. Okay. Down near Denver, they have one called the, uh, the Black Hawk Casino. Oh. And did you know our tribe has a casino? It's called the Emerald Queen
2: Am old Queen Casino? Oh I wish there wasn't an actual casino of Cuphead.
1: Okay, there's not one, though. Alright? So the Black Bear Casino Resort. They're observing Na- Native American Heritage Month with traditional crafts, free concerts. A free concert? That's kinda cool, right? Oh a free concert. And displays of Native American Indian artifacts and more. Because November is Native American Heritage Month, so we're celebrating Native American Indians all month long. Right. right? And uh, they're trying to educate the broader public about the proud heritage of the Fondue Lac Band of Lake, Superi- Lake Superior Chippewa, and that's where the, uh, wow. the Black Bear Casino Resort is located. Black Bear's observant will incru- include free, three free concerts, in the Otter Creek Event Center, with doors opening at 6 p.m. and concerts starting at 7. Uh, so on November 1st they had one. Uh, November 3rd they had one. The next one will be on November 17th when somebody named Brule will com- will perform. They had they had last week uh, a tribe called Red and Calipui Ketzacoolteco. It's something Frenchy, it sounds like.
2: <laughs> yes, it is French.
1: All right. Native American heritage displays will be featured focusing on the tribe's traditional ways, which I think is just wonderful because they're going to teach people their specific tribes' um, traditions. This oh. includes a wigwam display. Do you know what a wigwam is?
2: Not at all, but you know, I... I have a picture.
1: I have a picture. This is a wigwam. Tell me what that looks like to you.
2: Um, it looks like a, a hut, but inside talk, it's talking. Talk dark. into the
1: microphone, Jason.
2: It looks like a hut, but even, and it's stuck inside, and it's in some kind of mountain Welsh forest thing.
1: That's right, and that is what the uh, this particular brand of Chippewa. All of the Chippewas up in that area. That's what they built. That's where their what their homes look like. Uh Everybody think Indians, Native Americans, used to live in teepees? That's not true. They didn't all live in teepees.
2: No, they didn't.
1: Some lived in wigwams, like that picture, which looks like a hut. And uh, did you know our tribes, we didn't live in wigwams or teepees. We lived in longhouses.
2: Oh, yeah. What's a longhouse, by the way? Except a Except this weird thing. Why is it dark inside?
1: Because they didn't put a light in there. They didn't have electricity back then. In fact, nobody did. Electricity is a modern invention. Native American heritage displays will be featured focusing on the tribe's traditional ways, as we said. That's going to include arts and crafts, crafts. which will be available for purchase purchase. every event night from 6 to 9 p.m. Some of the items... For sale will include earrings, throw blankets, traditional jewelry, wild rice, wool blankets, and more. Um, Black Bears Native American Heritage Month observance will also have a Native American buffet from 3 to 9, and this is free, um, every Tuesday. The food dishes will consist of, I don't know if it's free, but uh, you can get like Native American traditional food, all right? And that's going to include uh, roasted assorted squash, purple sweet potatoes sprinkled with fresh herbs and walnuts, cedar smoked salmon, fire roasted chicken and gravy along with a lot of other things including bison prime rib. So uh, if you're up in the Lake Superior area, please visit the Black Bear Casino Cas- Casino resort and uh, yeah check it out now. How old are you again, Jason?
2: Six years old. Six
1: years old. And you live with your parents? Yep. How would you feel if you had to go to a school far, far away?
2: I would feel sad because I, I want to be just around the corner and I had to buckle.
1: How would you feel if you had to go to a school far, far away and they told you you have to live like a totally different culture? Let's say Chinese. You had to live like a Chinese person. How would you feel?
2: bad and bad.
1: And they say you can't talk your native language. What what language do you speak every single day?
2: American.
1: American, which is English. Yep. And they said you're not allowed to speak English anymore. You have to speak Chinese. And if you speak English, we're going to give you whoopins. Do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing?
2: A bad thing, and I don't even know how to speak Chinese.
1: B- exactly. Well, for the old Native Americans... That is exactly what happened because they didn't speak English and they didn't live the the way the white people did because, you know, the Europeans, they came to America and they put colonies and they kind of uh, took over and they said, Indians, you have to live a different way and you have to learn a different language. And, you know, Indians, they like to have uh, long hair, you know, and they like to... Uh, live in wigwams, and they hunt. They had their own traditions. And this school, it was called the Carlisle in Indian Industrial School in Pennsylvania, which is called a boarding, it's, it's a type of a boarding school. That means you live there, okay? And many times they were forced to go. That means you didn't have a choice.
2: You, you didn't have a choice to speak? No, a- you, you didn't have a choice to stay home. They said you have to go. I, I, they have to go? That's right.
1: And so do you think that's, uh, that's pretty mean, right?
2: Yep, I know it's just like a bully. I mean, a mean person. <laughs> that's
1: right. Now, this school, the Carlisle School, was founded in 1879, so it was a long time ago, by Captain Richard Henry Pratt under the authority of the U.S. federal government. Carlisle was the first federally funded, off-reservation Indian boarding school. It was founded on the principle that Native Americans were the equals of European Americans. That's a good step. And that Native American children immersed in the mainstream Euro-American culture would learn skills to advance in society. During this period, many people believed that American Indians, they called them Amerindians, a population that was numerically declining, were a vanishing race whose only hope for survival was rapid assimilation to american culture assimilation means you have to become a part of it Uh, okay but the thing is though they were often very very mean uh, they were not nice about it and in fact some of the children even died uh,
2: why did they die
1: well they died let me get to that part of the story uh, they died, almost two hundred of the children died due to um, tuberculosis and consumption.
2: Oh, I feel so bad for those children.
1: That is pretty terrible, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. I hate that.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm. Um and so next week or I guess I guess later this month, representatives from as from as many as 59 different American Indian tribes, will meet in Minnesota to discuss how to bring the children's dead remains from the Carlisle Indian School back to their homes where they belong. So, for example, if you died somewhere far, far away.
2: Like in Pennsylvania.
1: Like in Pennsylvania, but we live in the state of... America. Okay, America's not a state, Jason. What state do we live in? Colorado. Colorado. So do you think that you would like your body to go from Pennsylvania, where it's buried now, back home to where you belong in Colorado? Yes. Yeah, that's a good thing. So there's a religious organization from Arizona next week, or or I guess uh, a couple of weeks ago. This story is old. Um, But they are holding, they held a two-day prayer at that school. Okay, this prayer service was... Uh, to kind of um, bring awareness to this and try to help repatriate these children to their homelands, there are hundreds of American Indian children buried at the ceremony between eighteen seventy nine and nineteen 19- yeah between eighteen seventy nine and nineteen eighteen More than 10,000 American Indian children were housed at this Carlisle school as part of the federal government's plan to assimilate them into the dominant white culture. They basically took millions of American Indian children from their reservation tribal homes and transported them thousands of miles to schools all across the country. And diseases tuberculosis killed them. And in recent years, Native Americans have pressured federal governments to negotiate these children to come back home. So do you think that's a good thing? Yes. I think that's a great thing. So hopefully... uh, Did you know that a few of them have already come home? Uh, Yep. There... Three. Three, as a matter of fact. Three of the... of the, uh, of the tribal members... Have been able to return home and their to their to their now reservations, and uh, their people are very happy. So that was back in August. Chief or Little Chief and Horse to their Northern Arapaho people on the Wind River Reservation in Wyoming. Did you know Wyoming is just north of Colorado? So it's, it's right nearby, and so they have returned home. But the grave of a third boy, Little Plume, can actually... Uh, imagine this, Jason. You open up a grave. How many bodies do you expect to be in one grave? A lot. You, you think lots of people should be in one grave?
2: No, just one. I...
1: Just one. But they opened up this grave, and they actually found two bodies, and neither of them were the boy. So it's kind of like, what were they doing there? You know, Um, a fresh, this is a fresh example of the pain that boarding school system continues to inflict on native families today. It also raised new questions surrounding the burial of almost 200 children in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. So hopefully they can get this solved and bring these children home to where they belong, right? Yes, but
2: they can't get back. They were already... In heaven, the globe. That
1: they're spirits, but their bodies can go back home. All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more stimulating Native Talk Radio. Available online at nativetalk.net. You can also call the message line 970-278-5791. And we hope you share the show with your friends and uh, like us on Facebook. Jason, thank you for joining us today.
2: Yes, thank Uh, you too. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
0: The nativetalk.net radio program with Cliff and Brandon. Flying by the seat of our pants. Crap, we were supposed to bring pants? Now grab your nets and let's go fishing.